Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration, Season 2. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama, and today our guest is my favorite student, Elijah Johnson. Elijah has a story to tell us about his great-grandfather, George Hoffman, and how he came to the United States from Sweden. Elijah, welcome to the show. Hi. Glad you're here. Now, one of our questions that we kind of use as an icebreaker is... Uh, I ask the guest, how long have you been in our school system and how long have you lived in North Alabama? I lived in North Alabama for about four years. I've been in the school system for four years. Okay, and where did you come from before then? Um, Tennessee. It was right outside of Ardmore. Okay, all right. So you came across, all right, so you came across um, four years ago, so you made your own little baby migration across the state line to yes. join us here. All right, Elijah, tell us about your great-grandfather. Um, my great grandfather George Hoffman, he came over here from Sweden in 19 or 1893. And the reason why he came over here is because he had no money, and America had a lot of money. So the push to be no money in the pool would be America had a lot of opportunity, and especially at this time, um, all the transportation is a lot cheaper. And about 1.3 million Swedes came to the United States. Yeah. So, um, gosh, you hit a bunch of stuff real quick. Um, yeah, push factors not as much opportunity pull factors here now we know from our study history that there was a homestead act and people even immigrants could get land on the frontier uh out in the especially a lot of people from uh, sweden came to the northern part of our country in the upper midwest we call it Um, and so they had plenty of opportunity there Um, and you mentioned 1.3 million swedes came Around 1900, yes, yeah, so that probably, you know, was probably about a 50 or 100 year time span on either side. That's still a pretty good amount of people coming from Sweden uh, into the upper Midwest right there. Uh, what did your uh, great-grandfather do? Did he have any skills when he came over, or did he just go right into farming, or what? Yes, sir. When he got here, he became a, a blacksmith, and he did that for a few years. And right after he got here, he got married. So when he got married, he found this girl, went back to Sweden, got married, and then came back here. And then all right, hold on. i got to slow you down here. So he's first of all, let's talk about being a blacksmith. Most of the people we know from our context of migration, people come from uh, the Sweden, they become farmers. So he wasn't a farmer, but he was a blacksmith, right? So he had a good, good trade. Um, it, okay, so tell me about the wife thing. Where, where did he meet this woman, and, and what was the deal with that? So he met this woman in St. Louis. Her name was Emma, and in Sweden, you just to get married, you just like tell people, and then to get divorced, you just tell people. And so he t- brought her back to Sweden, told people. So they All right. Were, so uh, I'm I'm sorry, I got to because it's kind of interesting. Because usually when we talk about migration, it's usually a one way thing, right? You come from Sweden, you come to America, you set up. Um, did he come with other family members or anything? Yes, sir. He came with two of his brothers. Okay, so he came with a couple of his brothers. And usually immigrant stories are like, and then they set up and they never went back home. But So he found a wife here and then went back to Sweden? Yes, sir. Okay, which, and you mentioned that the cost of transportation got cheaper later in the Second Industrial Revolution. So I guess he made enough money to travel back to Sweden, which, again, we don't hear a lot about. So it's a pretty cool, interesting story. So he takes a young lady back to Sweden. They get married in Sweden? Yes, sir. Okay. And then did they come back to America? Yes, sir. And how did that go? 
Um, they stayed about a few years, and then he decided he did not like her anymore and went back to Sweden and then said, we're getting divorced, and then came back to America, dropped her off somewhere, and then continued being a, a blacksmith. Well, that is a very interesting story. Uh, of course, um, we never like to hear about divorce um, as, a, as a concept, but uh, sometimes we know that happens. Uh, that's a very interesting story of divorce. He just went back, said we're divorced, and that was it. Came back, dropped her off, and became a blacksmith again. Um, where was he living around that time, Elijah? St. Louis, Missouri. Around St. Louis, okay. And do you know anything about, uh, did he remarry? Did he have kids? Did he set up a community where his brother's still there do you know anything about that part of the story um i'm pretty sure when like once he got back and became blacksmith he didn't try to remarry at first and if he did it we don't have any uh documents about it okay but um he left his brothers um and just did his own thing for a really long time and then okay. eventually joined uh, in world war one and fall and became a pilot oh wow that's that's interesting interesting part of that story too um yeah, yeah that's you know the other thing that's him being from sweden he's an immigrant and went went into war fought fought for uh, fought for his country fought for fought for the united states um has as a pilot pretty cool story there he sounds like an interesting sounds like an interesting guy where did you get this information from to tell the story elijah uh, my grandfather Talk, talk to your grandfather about it. Sir. Did he enjoy telling this family story? Yes, sir. Okay, that's one of the things that we um, that we found that people kind of enjoy telling their story. Anything else uh, about your ancestor here that you uh, don't want to leave out before we kind of wrap things up? No, sir. Okay, look, this is a great story. Very interesting. Um, lots of little kind of cool history things. The concept of travel getting cheaper so he can go come here and he could go back and back and forth to Sweden because that was really new in the late 1800s, as we know from our study of history. So that, that was pretty cool. And then uh, divorce law in Sweden is different maybe than divorce law here in the States. Um, and and he was a blacksmith. And most, most people were, were farmers. So um, a lot of people from Sweden came over. Uh, so that's a good context of it. Uh, interesting individual story for you. And thanks a lot for bringing the story to our show today. Yes, sir. All right.